Welcome to Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. I'm your host, Marge Steinhag Fenelon. Hey, my friends, I have something that has been coming to me time and again that I'd like to talk about today. And it has to do with allowing your past to define your future or even define your present for that matter. Now, I'm not talking about cherished memories or family histories. That's not what I mean. But I'm talking about past behavior patterns, past experiences, past labels, excuse me, that have been put on you. People again and again get caught in this trap of the past defining their future. So, so please tell me, have you ever caught yourself saying, well, it's always been that way? Oh, I bet you have. I have. I still do. Or things are never going to change. Or that's just the way I am. Or that's just the way so-and-so is. You know, that's allowing the past to define the future. And when people come to me for life coaching, there have been many who have had this exact same difficulty, being caught in this trap of letting the past define their future. And so they get locked into this this box, this box where it's just, it's all the same inside. You know, imagine your life being being this, this big gray box inside and out. And so you're in this gray box and everything all around you looks the same. And you look behind you, it looks the same. You look in front of you, it looks the same. Well, that's what it's like to allow your past to define your future. You know, sometimes there are things that we carry forward from our past. And, you know, I I know that I've spoken about this definitely when I give, give presentations at conferences and retreats. When I talk about the quirks that I have still as a result of being raised by a very troubled and abusive mom. And uh, please don't feel sorry for me because it is turned out to be a great blessing. But the reason I bring this up is because in the presentation, I talk about these quirks and they're funny. They actually are funny. You know, I startle easily. And this is a result of the house that I grew up in and, and the living with my mother. So my kids caught on to this at a very young age. <laughs> and I have three boys and they, of course, loving to make mischief, would intentionally startle me. And it was innocent. They weren't trying to be mean. It was innocent. They didn't know the reason for my quirk of startling easily. They had no idea. And and so, with the, you know, just the littlest thing and boom, I would just be screaming my head off. And And you know what? We would laugh. We would laugh. And I still do. I, I'm better. I'm better than I used to be. But but my point in bringing this up is that 
okay, that is a part of my past that defines my future, but only to the point of it being the potential for me to continue startling easily. But there are other situations where perhaps you've been, perhaps you're the youngest child, okay, in a family, and you were always, you were always coddled, at least according to the siblings, right? But on the other hand, you never quite seemed to be able to measure up in the sense that everybody else got to do everything you didn't. And so there was this need to prove yourself as the youngest child or just learning to rely on people. And I know a lot of youngest children who have that that situation. I don't, and I'm talk, not talking about kids, but I mean adults at this point where they were the youngest child and always expecting that, well, I'm, I'm never going to be able to achieve as much as them. Well, not when you're a kid, of course, because your, your siblings are X number of years older than you. But, but these adults then go through their lives, allowing that to define their future in that, well, I might as well not even try because I'll, I'll never measure up or expecting everybody to help them because they were helped a lot as kids. All right. Now that's a very, that's a real blanket kind of example, but I, I think it's a good one in the sense of helping you to understand what does that look like when you let the past define your future? Or let's, let's say, for instance, you're an older child or the oldest child, and you were always the one who everybody counted on. You always had to be the responsible one. You always had to have the right answer. You always had to get things done. Time and again, folks tend to take that and let it define their future. So they never give themselves a break. They think it's always going to be like that. So they get overwhelmed by taking on too many responsibilities or allowing too many responsibilities to have been put upon them. And so they, they have this mindset, well, I'm just, it's always going to be like this. Well, there's, here's this situation. Well, then I have to take charge and I have to have all the right answers and I have to be the reliable one and, and on and on. Perhaps there's a relationship in your life that had gone bad and always was a difficult relationship for you. So you've kind of resolved to just accept the fact that that's a difficult relationship. And, well, it's always been that way, so there's really nothing I can do about it. Well, that's not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the other person. Just because that has been a difficult relationship in the past does not mean that it has to be a difficult relationship in the future. Things can change. People can change by the grace of God, of our own volition, likely not. There's a 
passage in Proverbs chapter 3. And I think that this explains this very well. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. That's what the writer of Proverbs was talking about when he wrote that passage. It's verses five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. That's exactly what happens when we let our, well, that's not what happens. Let's, that's the, it's the antithesis of what happens when we allow our past to define our future. We're relying on our own insight. The way we see things, the way we see the past, and the way we see the future. Well, as I look back, it's always been like that. I've always been like this. This or this and this has always happened to me. Or it always happens that. I mean, you could just, I could go, I could probably fill a whole day with these past kinds of sayings. But that's because as a human being, we're relying on our own insight. Looking back, thinking, we know, we know why it is and, and how it always was and all of the, the ifs and buts and things behind it. And, and that we think that we know in our, in our own human insight, we think that we know it's just always going to be like that. So we just resign ourselves to accepting mediocre or chaos or drama or whatever the case may be. We're relying on our own insight. We are not trusting the Lord with all our hearts when we do that. And then the second verse there, verse number six, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. So there's the key, my friend. Okay, fine. Look back and you can see the past and in, just remember, this is in your own human insight. Oh, it appears to me that things have always been like that, or I've always been like that, or such and such has always happened, on and on. Like I, like I said before, that you, we could go on and on and on with the examples. But we need to remember, that is our own human insight. So when you find yourself saying that, what you need to do is acknowledge the Lord. It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. So God was there in your past. He saw what was going on, heard what was going on. As a matter of fact, he either orchestrated it or allowed it in his divine providence, which is never wrong, by the way. He was there. He knows. He knows exactly what went down and why and how. Acknowledge that fact. He was there. But then also acknowledge the fact that he is in your future. He sees your future. He knows your future. He hears every conversation. He sees every action. He knows every thought that everyone involved is thinking. He's in your future. He knows your future. And not only this, my dear, he is orchestrating your future. God's got this. 
God is the one in control. God is the one with the insight. So acknowledge him in all your ways. Heavenly Father, I seem to be always the one that everybody looks to, to have the answers, to be the responsible one. Or I'm always the one that people think won't measure up because of such and such. Or Heavenly Father, whenever I'm around such and such person, it's just it's nothing but an argument. It's always going to be that way. Or Heavenly Father, I, I never get the jobs that I go after. But then remember that that's your human insight. So Heavenly Father, in my human insight, which I know is faulty, this is what I'm seeing. And I acknowledge the fact that you are more powerful, you are wiser than I am. And so I ask you to accept my past and give me the grace to change my future, to make it better and to draw me closer to you so that I can spend eternity with you. And we acknowledge him. I can't do this without you, Lord. I need you. I hurt. I'm in pain. My heart is aching when I think about the past or when I think about the future and the way I see it. I'm in pain, Lord. Please accept all of this. I acknowledge you as my Lord and my God, and I surrender it all to you. You know what I don't. You can orchestrate what I can't. You control what I don't. Acknowledge him, and I guarantee you that he will make straight your paths. He will open up the pathway for you to forge a bright and beautiful future. And it doesn't mean that it, there won't be any hardships ever. Even Jesus had hardships in his life, and he's God. And he promised us that there would be trials in this life. But he also promised us God's grace and accompaniment in those trials. And it's it's all about attitude. Walk. I'm going to walk forward with God. I'm going to trust in God. I will acknowledge his superiority and his activity in my life. And I want to make things better going forward. I don't want to be the same old me. I want to be the new me who relies on God and does things differently going forward. And it will happen. I promise you, my friend, it will happen. So please don't let your past define your future. You are so much more than that. You are worth so very much more than that in God's eyes. You are amazing and loved and cherished by our Lord. So, hey, thank you for tuning in. If you would like to know more about life coaching with me, 
If you'd like to look into my blog, my books, you want to find out how to book me for a speaking engagement, please check out my website, margefenelin.com. Margefenelin.com. My other podcasts are there as well. I also ask, please do me a favor and like this podcast and share it because the more likes and the more times you share it, the more listeners will be attracted to this message. And I really want with all my heart to lead others to living a joyful life in Christ. So thank you so much, my friend. Be sure that I will be praying for you going forward. And I ask you, hey, pray for me if you get a chance. And then please check out my website, marchfenland.com. God bless you, my friend. Until soon.